And with that, <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Hola. Big Bad Beetle Bros. I'm Cam. <laughs> I am Nick. <clears throat> I'm Ryan. I'm Griffin. And we're here for episode 30, Raiders of the Tomb. Fuck yes! Angelina Jolie, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Shia LaBeouf. this episode was awesome yeah this was was really good yeah yeah uh this one had kind of like i think this one had like the best parts of or at least of like everything we've seen so far in this arc Mm -hmm. of like because we got white blaster borg we got uh, a new thing we got an actual monster of the week kind of uh, well, no, he's a yeah, new guy. Yeah, we got an actual new monster, and uh, a new form. Some, like, yeah, some kind of world yeah. building stuff. A little bit, like some explanation there of other stuff. At least like six things. I'm putting in air quotes that mm-hmm. the viewers can see at home. Uh, <laughs> they uh, there, there's like six things that they did that they've never done before. Yeah, that mm. was only positive. Yeah. So, open and right into it. We jump in, and uh, Wolfgang and the monsters are hanging out in, I guess it's Wolfgang's room, because that's where his dog kennel is. It looks like the same exact setting as the attic. Right. Yeah, um, we yeah. open on a fucking dandruff commercial. Like yeah. Hair care. <laughs> Special <laughs> effect so... of the flea on his skin. <laughs> it oh. jumping off is the first frame of the episode, and it's rather large and very unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> the last time we saw their CGI fleas was whenever there were in fact giant ones hopping around. Right. Uh, I was about to say, so. is that the same? It was at the same flea as the the last time we saw the giant flea. If I think it was, uh, probably yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured so. But yeah, they've all got fleas. All the all the monsters and Wolfgang are all scratching. They've all got fleas, and Wolfgang doesn't want to get any kind of flea treatment or anything, so he's cowering into his doghouse his indoor doghouse i'd say he's a bitch but i don't know his gender <laughs> you just said his i, I, know, I, say, like, I, I don't know his gender <laughs> i don't know what that thing identifies as but <laughs> a wolf maybe wolf man <laughs> wolf oh i'm a firekin oh no <laughs> Uh, we go Firefox. immediately cut to downstairs <laughs> and Joe is wandering around and mind you everybody is scratching they don't haven't said anything about the fleas yet but they're all scratching and Joe's like oh we haven't been able to defeat Shadow Borg like we gotta figure out a way to defeat him like all this and uh, was it Drew that has an idea or uh, no Drew's idea is just to get rid of the fleas first right yeah. Which, to be fair, is a very clear and present danger. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, monsters. I mean, they're uh, almost as dangerous as protesters. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. You know. And <laughs> 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 the, the monsters are on top of it because they've got a just like a giant metal tub in the. I guess like the the well, study or the no I think that's like the dining room like the or den. the table yeah now now that I think about it we've never seen running water in Hillhurst I don't think it has plumbing I think that's their bathtub that they all share <laughs> it's the communal oh, bath no 
Oh, yeah, it's beans, like, it's like, cool. <laughs> 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 God. Only one who doesn't bathe is probably mums. Yeah. Yep. The last I time I did that, that, my cock fell off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I a water centuries. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mums, he's the one who just douses a gallon of flea killer into this oh tub. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, don't worry. Man. He's like, it's one with like one cap. It's one cap to get the job done. Ah, oh, this will do the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Good. And Wolf, Wolfgang's so worried. They're like, oh, he thinks he's going to get soap in his eye. Don't worry. There's no soap. He's looking Wolfie in the eye while he pours him his torture bath. He's <laughs> just... He's just squirming. <laughs> well, at least Frankenbeans offers him a rubber duck to play with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So considerate of him. <laughs> it's uh, the least he could do. I don't know if it's any consolation, oh, but here you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at my screenshots. The bottle says flea funeral. <laughs> oh, really God. God. It's yeah. <laughs> amazing. God. Yeah, they, uh, was they're they're playing the kids and uh, art is still there. Art Fortunes is still hanging out there. They haven't sent him home yet. They're still holding him semi hostage. <laughs> and he starts telling them they're talking still about the, uh, the, the energy axis. Uh, mm-hmm. From they know it from the comics, and uh, or I guess they say energy axle. And art corrects them. It's a, right because Drew is talking about. It. He's like, oh yeah, Vexor is always he's going nuts over it. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. mispronunciation. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Drew and Josh are fighting. Roland comes oh. in. He's like, "Remember the so and so from episode who gives a shit?" <laughs> and, yeah, I do. He made he breaks up the fight with like a reference to the comics. Tries to get oh, him back on okay. track. Yeah. I guess. yeah, yeah, and that's when Flapper's like, "Well, if if Vector had it, he would have brought it out into the 3D world with him." Which, sure, why I not? Mean... <laughs> To be sure. fair, it's better to assume that he has it than to not. Yeah. Right. And then and, uh, he's just wreaking havoc, and they're like, whoa, I don't, I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> yeah. So the, they're like, okay, well, if we get the energy axis, we can power ourselves up, right? And, uh... uh... Wrong! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's like, they uh, Art brings up the threat of like or it could turn you evil which is i guess where the word axis plays in that's a consequence that never plays out at least so far so like hollow threat i guess it's supposed to add some like possible risk like oh man this could go wrong we're not supposed to they, they, they need to test it and like figure it out but and Drew's like, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Uh-huh. It's super dramatic. <laughs> when did you turn into an action hero, Ken? <laughs> Get Calm the beetle bonders. I'll cover you. No, that's uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's Joe. Get to the Avies. She's totally determined. Yeah. I was, I was going to say it. You beat me. Get to the Avies! <laughs> Hop in. Roll out. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, Vexor is down in their uh, catacomb uh, tombs and he's like powering Shadowborg up again for another attack. And he's just like, the Beetleborgs will be dust. Like, Charging up his favorite vibrator. Yeah, that's what I said. Shadowborg. 
Yeah. Wait, do we skip over <laughs> Joe doing the the flyby on the cemetery? That's Probably. after. No, that yeah. is after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then they go in and, and we're back, and, back and forth a bit. You would yeah. you would think I'd remember considering we just watched it. <laughs> you would think. Well, it cuts back you know, and forth. You think considering so I watched much. it with you, but <laughs> yeah, I've already there... been wrong about half the things I've said. I think so. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's our, uh, it's our shtick. <laughs> it's our gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, do a Beetleborgs okay. podcast. Wrong answers only. <laughs> this is when we so, get to uh, uh, Flabber in his military outfit with his uh, FLAB bat or patches <laughs> all around it. And he's doing yeah, a like it's uh, an acronym. Pile. Yeah. They yeah. don't explain what the acronym is, but it's Bravo there. Flab going dark. <laughs> um, off the cuff here, Fab, Flabulous, Laborious, Amazing, um, b- b- Boreal but- Forest. Butthole. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Flab. No, yours uh, is better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Flabtastic. <laughs> Flaptastic leveling up. ass blaster. <laughs> uh, that would be cool. Funny limericks are boss. Mr. Johns gets to work on like a picture of like him holding like the ass blaster with that outfit on. God, he's like he's clicking through like a slideshow on like an old fashioned slide reel, um, which oh, I like, got. I got uh, like. Uh, fugly little amoral brats. Yeah. Fugly little <laughs> there you amoral brats. I, I like that one. <laughs> now, he keeps clicking sorry. through, like, possible locations. Um, I don't think... Do they even show the cemetery in the possible no, locations? No, the closest no. they get is the no. sewer. And he's like, oh, right. it's dark, it's dank, that makes sense. I don't know if they were even aware of there being a catacombs, because the entrance to the catacombs is through the fucking coffin. Like, <laughs> and it's... Yeah. yeah. It's... It's unclear how much of the catacombs were there before they the magnivores popped on Earth. Right. Like, but yeah, they decide Whoa, that they've got to yeah, split what if, up. What if the catacombs are a complete comic, like, like they it came also from the comic? 3D. Yeah. I can uh, see it. We've never, I don't, because I mean, we've had they everything else. If you yeah, can bring a living I mean, thing, do, you should be able to bring a catacomb. The they do kind of just self, stand yeah. in the thing. And yeah. then it like turns green, and then they just kind of appear in there, more or less. Right. The set itself yeah. looks kind of comic booky with all the colors and the cartoony yeah. doors yeah. and skulls, <laughs> and like, and, and no, this is, I don't think anyone built it in the real world. It looks like something the Magnavores would build. Yeah, I right. would. It would be concerning if it was California built like Charterville. <laughs> like Charterville has like some cultish. That's uh, old man Hillhurst built that catacomb oh. with his two hands. <laughs> Oh, that's again, it is schools. California. Yeah, yeah. Though, I was about to say it is the West Coast. Isn't uh, isn't it like Portland or Seattle or it's, it's one West Coast city that actually does have like a bunch of tunnels and stuff underneath the city? Oh, I don't oh. know. I mean, Kansas there city is has a one. bunch of caves, but I don't think we uh, have any. I catacombs. only know it <laughs> from an episode of uh, Ghost Adventures from like nine years mm. ago. <laughs> um, oh, I'm in Seattle, and I can testify okay no. <laughs> so I, I think it's portland i think it's portland but have you lifted every tomb to find or every uh uh coffin lid to figure out if the last time <laughs> the last time i was in portland was 2011 so no 
So the kids. Like, you guys want to like go do a quick bit where we lift up tombs and like come back? Yeah, we'll run through we'll all. Them. Yeah, let's do uh, it. I'm getting my ticket now. We're not going to pause the recording. The viewers will have to wait. <laughs> Well, I'm going to get some clothes on while you think about that. <laughs> Packing my bag. It's so hot. Yeah. And I got to, I, I have to, I have to dip early because of work, but um, yeah, just, <laughs> I'll pretend to go on an adventure while I'm getting dressed. That sounds good. <laughs> going to be our, our scouting mission to find the uh, tombstones. The tombs, yeah. We have to find <laughs> the catacomb that this is based on because yeah. we know they used a real set. Got <laughs> So yeah, the kids decide that they're going to split up at this point and go to all these locations. One's just like a big, it's like the tomb Christ was buried in. It's a big cave <laughs> with a giant rock in front of it. And then uh, there's the there's the sewers and uh, the, and the, um, the, uh, uh, what, what was the other one? I wanted to say dump, uh, but it's not a dump. It's like a, a junk, junkyard, junkyard. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, yeah. And there's a bunch of like, uh, like old car frames lying around. Uh, Joe goes thrown about. Yes, <laughs> Joe goes to that one with Josh, and uh, like lifts a random car Ooh. up. Like maybe we'll find them. Like that's probably <laughs> not how this works. And then Roland, so, uh, they did like they just lifted up a car and typhus is there. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <are you> doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm taking a shit. <laughs> and then, like, Roland goes to the, the sewer, quote-unquote, but it's clearly not a sewer because there's, like, there's dirt on the ground, and it's just a big tunnel, <laughs> and there's a rat roaming around, or a mouse. It's like, like the it's it's like the underside of a bridge. Yeah. Like, just, like, a very small, a small tunnel bridge. with a dirt floor. Yeah. And then... Hey. Uh, Hey, we talk about Flavers. I'm back, by the way. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> Flavers, like a uh, Hawaii picture, and oh god, oh yeah, oh, god, <laughs> yeah, vacation photos. Everyone yeah. laughs, but her, and she's just like, oh my god, <laughs> god. And they <laughs> actually does see that. They went through and actually, because he's wearing like he's got to be wearing like short shorts underneath that. Uh, 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 fucking hope he is. Bikini. Because he's, they've like, you can see his legs and arms, and they've painted all of him blue. Uh, which I like, on it's the account that they forgot for like five episodes to paint his fingers blue, it's good that they painted his whole body blue for that photo Actually, shoot. Uh, fun fact since they filmed this like a movie, they actually just had uh, Billy Forrester do a big fat liar, and he just swam in like a they big old died pool of dye. <laughs> <laughs> He has to God. take one of those baths every time he comes in. Yeah, <laughs> Man, that's dedication. Props, Billy. Yeah. Uh, called King of the Sept, though, going through the the blue. Good. <laughs> yeah, Drew uh, is over at the, uh, the 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 Jesus tomb and moves the rock with his mind. <laughs> Jesus. And tomb. there's there's nothing in there. And that's I really thought that was going to be an Indiana Jones reference i really thought right. that that rock was going to come rolling after him and it, it would have been great they really missed, missed the they missed there. it ah they missed it so bad and then we cut right back the kids are back at hillhurst talking about they couldn't find anything and uh fangula and mums come in with gas masks and ventilators on <laughs> and like exterminator pumps just pumping that green noxious gas into everyone's faces 
to get rid of the fleas. The gargantuan fart gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Cheeto like dust like, just dyed green. Yeah, Flavor's like, stop. Like, what are you doing? And they go to spray him in the face, and he shrinks his head to avoid it. And it very I mean, clearly still sprays him. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he goes like, "Miss me, miss me, nigga, kiss me." And it's like, no, he didn't miss you, man. You just, <laughs> you still got shot straight in the face with the cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And fucking then, like, cheater. It looks. Like, I guess that worked because like no one's itching anymore. He's got the hitbox of every enemy I've gone against in Counter Strike ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe like has like a an idea and she's like the magnivores are pests calls her beetle bonder <laughs> transforms on her own in the house our song counter jumps up to 32 and we she says like no hang on you guys stand by i got this takes off in her av and just starts like patrolling charterville i guess mm-hmm. and uh she just uh um oh what are those, uh, like, writing, um, skywriting, uh... Yeah. Oh. And, like, she's, I, she's pulling a Wicked Witch of the West and yeah. writing Dorothy, uh, or piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doesn't it, isn't it, like, Batman, the 1960s movie, where, like, they give him and Robin a hint, and they're like, apples and apples make applesauce. What's the riddle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, bottom line, oh. I don't know what they actually call that. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Uh, God, I can't think of it. With chemtrails, that's what it is. Chemtrails. Oh. <laughs> you it's like called, you it's, fucking. It's you called Skyrim. Yeah. Shut up, is it I'm just, talking. Is it just Skyrim? <laughs> It's you hit up Siri. You were like, Siri, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> God. We cut to uh, the the top of the catacombs where they're they're hanging out by the uh, coffins. It's three magnivores, and they're like talking shit. And like fucking Shadowborg, he only appears like ninety percent of the time in this episode just to talk shit on people. He really he, does. Yeah. <laughs> he comes in. He's like, "Oh, I don't want to steal your glory. Like you three give magnivores a bad name. I gotta go get my last recharge." And just. Teleports you have an away. amazing Shadowborg voice, Cameron. Thank you. I, I worked really hard on it. I spent a lot of time in the mirror this morning. I, I, wait, did you not have a filter on your voice just then? Was that just raw? Uh, yeah, that was just that was completely raw. One hundred percent raw. What? Fuck. Never yeah. mind me trying to voice act. You, you're the one that should. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I already sent my my uh, reel into Funimation. Ryan's just that is passive. <laughs> yeah. You three give voice actors a bad name. <laughs> that's, that's, that's got the same sexy vibe. Yeah. It's the, getting a reverberation. <laughs> God. And uh, Joe, like, Sky writes, Magnivores are weenies. And, <laughs> and then just, like, roast off back Boom. home. Roast it. And then Freakazoid comes out out of the blue and says, I'm not the weenie, you're the weenie. <laughs> God, Freakazoid and Flavor comes in a good and crossover. Just goes, Pam, you yeah. didn't finish art school. Boom, roast. <laughs> yeah. God damn. 
I'm not the weenie. You're the weenies. Yeah, it looked like uh, Typhus was especially annoyed. He was like shaking with rage. Uh, he was taken rather aback. He was spraying some bazooka rounds when he saw that. Yeah, and so like I guess, uh, I guess this is where Joe spotted him. I guess she saw him like freak out and and. I, somehow she noticed them from wherever she was flying and she goes back with like um she drew up like a map like a plan of attack or someone drew up a plan of attack back at hillhurst and you missed my favorite line though oh go shit. for drew oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah she again we get them talking into the beetle bonder like a like a communicator because drew's standing or sitting on the couch with everyone around him and he's just <laughs> they all turn it and just like what is it what is it go for drew <laughs> <laughs> heading back in like we found him like okay yeah. great cool disappointed someone didn't just immediately take the phone from him when he said that <laughs> just, yeah. no, give me that shit no, none of, none of, none of be, that be perfect for Josh just to grab it and be like shut up weeb <laughs> god and like during this whole plan Josh and Drew are just right back to going at it and button heads and it's just like it feels forced. It is forced. Yeah, like, there's no reason yeah, for them to not get along when Heather's not in the area. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. It's You're just a little bitch. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty common for kids' shows and stuff, but it's just, like, a really egregiously forced in specifically this episode. Yeah, the other ones, it at least feels done... like it's with Heather. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. This is just let's drive home the point that Drew does not like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, then... they work together later, so I guess it's set up for that. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. it's supposed to be contrasted. Yeah, and they're like, we're gonna go, we're gonna uh, split up. Josh and Drew decide that they're gonna go to the tomb, and uh, Roland and Joe are gonna go take on the Magnivores and I guess distract them. Um. Well, but first of all, it, it doesn't have to be Drew and Josh. It shouldn't be. It, why didn't he just go with Joe? Right. Yeah. Their brother and sister. Yeah. Or if they're not getting along, go with Roland. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chill. It's and like so. Roland and Drew go get the energy axis. Josh and Joe go defend the attack in Charterville. Yeah, and like that's how they split up earlier. So it would almost make more sense. I don't know. It's, I don't remember what the second part was. I'm sure it'll pop up again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Such a weird. Oh, it's. I already said it. It's. They go to. To go to Charterville because there's an attack. Right. And we oh, see yeah. there's yeah. like this awesome wreckage scene in the park of like literally half of a car sticking out of the ground, like just the back <laughs> end of a car sticking out of a hole in the ground. Power poles and transformers all around the ground, like splintered wood, track. You know. Uh, knocked over phone booths and stuff. The Magnivores run in while this camera crew's going, knock over a uh, another light pole, which I think, uh, Griffin, did you you or Nick point out that that's the same light it was, pole? It was Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same damn light pole that Joe pushes over on the Magnivores really early on in season one. And, mm-hmm. you know. There like wasn't Drew- a light pole to knock over, so we brought one from home. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And they, yeah, like, the Magnivores come in, and we see them, like, uh, you know, run around, they knock over the lamp pole, 
Uh, and then they, the camera crew runs off. They grab the camera and microphone and start talking about how, like, they're, uh, uh, what was it? Let's see, what did they say? Well, I no think. No one uh, calls us weenies. Ah, oh, that's what it was. They were no, still. No, it offended. was. Oh, you're completely wrong. It was Jara uh, saying a phone number that you can call to listen to her <laughs> in the middle of the night. You know, she was she was plugging. She thought he she would plug her uh, phone sex service. Yeah, her and Rocco. Jara's OnlyFans when? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's why we're not. I think Jara's voice actor is pretty hot. <laughs> It's a nice voice. <laughs> <laughs> Go to this number. Oh, all the viewers know. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, like, while this is all going on, Flabber and Art are just hanging out, and, like, they're just, like, best buds now, I guess, because they're basically the same personality. Mm-hmm. And Art's, like... Less, I, yeah. yeah, like, Art's uh, still scratching from the fleas. I guess the spray didn't work, or he didn't get sprayed, or I don't know. He's like, oh man, I wish we could watch the news so we could see what's going on. And it's only been like a day. Flea bites itch like hell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flabber's like, I, okay, we can, but don't tell the monsters. They turn into zombies. And he like pulls over a painting, and there's a television hidden behind it, hidden in the wall. And he pulls out this like cobweb covered remote, gives it to Art, clicks it on, and it's just on the the footage of the magnivores fighting Joe and Roland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flabber pays for cable, even though they never watch it. <laughs> they don't have running water, but they've got a cable package. Right. Priority. <laughs> Last I heard that cheap bastards even shelling out for stars too. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that HBO max. I wonder which oh, service yeah. has Flabber's credit card details and like Ooh. what his name says on the bank account. Oh, I, I would guarantee he stole someone's identity. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Frederick, Mr. Frederick Bernard Flabberson or something. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Comcast customer. Oh. <laughs> God, just running up all the pay-per-views. No one wants to see that search history. Oh God! And that so while uh, do you uh, have a search history for your on your cable bill? Flabber does. It's that bad. <laughs> well, that's, I always forget what I'm not really into, so I ought to go back. A problem. Yeah, <laughs> he knows all these movie references, so he probably oh. has watched TV. Oh yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah, that is the right. kind of implication would... of the scenes. Like he watches TV, I have TV, but I hide it from the monsters because otherwise their brains turn into mush. Right. Yeah. And like so this whole time while the fight's going on, we cut back to the the tomb. Uh and this is the first time we see any of the kids at the tombs in the catacombs cuz oh, Josh it's and awesome. Drew, yeah, yeah, they they go oh, like great. they open the the uh coffin. There's you know, the steam comes up, the chains locked in, and there's like this green eerie light in there. They crawl down and they go in and they get find the- that pizza, remember? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like, Nick was cracking yeah. up at the pizza. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, while they were at the uh, the junkyard, I was like, they're going to accidentally find out how to get into the fucking catacombs, aren't they? And we get to it and he picks up the pizza box. I was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I get it now. The magnivores like to eat junk food. So, of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just figured it out. <laughs> it like they go down there's a bear trap in the catacombs 
Because Josh is like, no, you idiot. Like, watch out. There's a bear trap right there. We got to go around. Why is there a bear trap just laying down? Because the fucking leprechaun lives there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 I caught you in the bear trap. You look like a stupid sap. <laughs> oh. I haven't seen those in forever. God, those it's space one is so wild. bad. Bro, I saw the bear don't trap. Don't you mean perfection? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, the fucking set itself kind of looks like the lair from Leprechaun. It really does. God, Number yeah, two. Light. Yeah. Green light in the fog. So oh, on a yeah. subconscious level, I saw that bear trap prop and I was like, Leprechaun. I better not say this out loud. I'm just like a fucking idiot, but uh, here I am saying it live. Uh, no, when no, I was you're like, right, though, it seems like Jennifer like an Aniston's about to come sprinting yeah. across. I was like seven and my, my grandpa's like thing was to record, he just watched TV all the time, so he would record movies that he liked on VHS when they came across and then every time I'd go to visit him, he'd send me home with a different movie and be like, you gotta watch this one. Mm -hmm. And usually they were like That's war awesome. movies or Godzilla or something that he thought I would mm -hmm. like. And then like, he just started sending me home with, I like Godzilla. Pornos. So he's just like, oh, just, just monster buckets movies. Buckets of pornos. <laughs> yeah, it was real weird. I don't want your big old box of porn, Andy. <laughs> Dude, that Terminator Good. love scene was like porn for me when I was young. <laughs> the Terminator was I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, God. and like, well, my grandparents had the movie, so I, you know, swiped mm. it. <laughs> yeah, as, you, as you do, as you do. Yeah, yeah. it's the way it works. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I saw I mean, Leprechaun. You guys like, are weird. When I was a little kid. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep, fucking Lies. Josh Lies and, and Drew, like, they go into the, uh, the, like, secret lab that's hidden by another coffin door that says trespassers will be eaten castrated no it said castrated <laughs> <laughs> oddly Damn. specific yeah. yeah in fact it even had a little dark disclaimer there. saying no not chemical castration we're gonna cut your nards off <laughs> <laughs> wolfgang's not it's in the fine print wolfgang's got nards <laughs> Peter Pan's got kids. Took me thirty episodes to get a monster yeah, squad reference. We get to in, the episode but... later where the monsters Bob Barker coming after. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. The, so we see an interesting thing here, where like that they uh, open the door, they see Shadowborn getting recharged, and they're like, "We can't go in there." Like he's get, he's getting he's out cold. He's getting recharged. If we stop it now will be like Shadowborg's not going to get back up and it'll be fine. And uh Josh just like turns invisible after never addressing that he also had a civilian power that This is him to so turn cool though because he gets civilian yeah. powers and we had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, never said okay. anything about it. He's yeah. just like, "Hey, check it out." <laughs> I, got, also, I actually I want to do a little quiz here. Like what do the Beetleborgs do in their human forms to activate their powers? Go. What does so, Joe do? What does Joe do? Joe cracks, cracks her knuckles. Her knuckles roll exactly. And, uh, snaps his fingers. Roll and yeah, snaps his fingers. Drew does his bewitched nose wiggle thing. Wrong. Does does he do like a wink? He... Wrong. Or or a he... blink? I thought he, he like he like waves his finger. Like, no. Like, no. He like lifts his head up and like messes yeah, up his face. Yeah. 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 He exactly. Cam. He nods his head and like you hear the sound effect and then he he does his power now. Josh also has something that he does to turn on his powers. Do you remember oh, I what take it his was? pants off? Oh, <laughs> no, I, I missed what he did. He can do that after he, he uses his power. But <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he dusts his hands. 
It's so cool. Oh, okay. This is the really? only time. Okay. Yeah, this kid like. Oh, and he like. I don't know. That's we like a lose weird him. way of doing it too, because he just like taps his finger, his hands a little bit. Exactly. Like, like these kids can never crack their knuckles or snap their fingers or nod up and down <laughs> or dust their hands without turning on their civilian powers. It does not matter. In the context of this scene, we see him go invisible, and it's like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I just every, I like every the way time they do he it. washes his hands, he's just flickering in and out. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, yeah. I just went back and looked at it. It's such a weird. It's a weird hand motion. Tap. Yeah, it's cool that he has this power. It's a little incriminating that he's not told anyone that he has the power to turn invisible. Right. Because yeah. of all the other powers to have, if you keep it a secret, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you didn't tell us. If your power is to turn invisible, and you don't tell anyone. There are very few things for good you can do when turning invisible. <laughs> That's one of those I powers think that are like, uh, I think. What about no all way. the good things Hollow Man did? <laughs> right. The I new Invisible Man was such a hero. The coolest, the most powerful civilian power. Oh, it's out of flat out for sure. It's 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's a shame I mean, we lose him uh, pretty soon here. But yeah. while he's here, I just, I love having a fourth Beetleborg. And this yeah. is one of the mm -hmm. reasons yep. why. Yeah, I mean, whole... if he goes invisible, do we know if we lost him or not? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's there, though. God. It's kind of like <laughs> how they're going to right away uh, Joe's actress change. <laughs> it's like, no, he's actually there the whole time. You just can't see him. He's still getting credited in every, every episode. Every now and then. Every now and then when Drew thinks he's doing his, tele his telepathy, it's actually... Just, it's just Josh, Josh is invisible something. and just walking around moving shit. Yeah. That's actually what it's been the whole time. Drew has no civilian power. Well, now that we know that Josh can go invisible, we know what he's going to do as soon as um, this uh, the, the arc oh. is over. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I think no, you know he, where this is going. If he keeps oh, his powers. No. If he keeps his powers, yeah. And yeah, this is a Heather problem. just happens to be This damn horn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, where did all my panties go? Oh, the children. Penty raid! I guess we should get to I guess we should, we should get to the part where he like what he uses the power for. Yeah, he he <laughs> runs scary. up and he like he snags the um the what is it, the power Vexor's panties. Yes. <laughs> oh I mean the uh the axis. Yeah. Uh Grab the energy what axis, are you doing with my boomers? which is we we've seen the energy axis almost every episode of this arc, which we kept thinking it looked like those metal detector wands at the airport or something. Yeah. Upon yeah. closer inspection, it is very clearly a lightsaber handle, and then like basically a a dirt devil. A weird on the triangle. end, but it's just a yeah. yeah it's, it's a it's a it's prism on like the end. Somebody tried making pyramid head sword. Yeah, but they're just like they have no skill at arts and crafts. Right, like they had some spare cardboard they could cut into the shape, and then they had a lightsaber handle, and they mm -hmm. chucked them together, and uh, <laughs> like Vex were standing there, like tug of warring it with invisible Josh, just aghast at what is happening, but not panicking <laughs> or like just laser blasting the whole room, which is and what I kind of thought would happen. Drew is just standing in the doorway. He's not yeah. exactly like hidden. No, yeah. and he and he telepaths it right out. away, like it's mm -hmm. nothing. And then, uh, like, Vector turns around and just lifts up and drops Shadowborg's limp, dead hand. 
And she's like, you're useless without your final dosage. She's like, that's very visceral. <laughs> Fucking kids, get back here with my shit. My shadow Borg is useless without my energy access. <laughs> Good. So I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time. <laughs> God. And he like he just picks up a random and comic. Why was it Al Pacino's voice? <laughs> it was Joe Pilato. <laughs> Who cares? Shit. So close. God, he picks up a he picks up an extra comic he's got lying around, and he's like, "Our Detestro, the Cave Warrior, uh, fucking get him!" Like, <laughs> fucking like, get him! <laughs> summons get him. my shit back! And uh, <laughs> who wants to describe Detestro? Uh, who, mind you, I'm real happy his name isn't just Cave Warrior, because if we get another monster <laughs> God, who, whose name is just so something warrior, annoying. I fucking quit. <laughs> like, it is kind of, it's a nice, unique name they made for him. Yeah. Um, did... In the Japanese show, it's actually a lady. Uh, there's oh. an old lady oh. who uh, runs into the B-Fighters, and, like, I don't remember the plot, but it's an old woman who turns like hideous like she has a hideous form huh in the b fighter episode and i don't remember what the plot was but yeah it's a b fighter costume cool and, uh it is cool yeah so. I, I didn't assume it was og but it it definitely like we get a lot of american footage of it so i was like i don't know like maybe but no they just used it a lot and well for the most part mm -hmm. yeah um, he gets a weapon too, just kind yeah. of neat. Um, yeah. Somebody want to describe his uh, his general visage, visage. Uh, so he, he's he's a smiley boy. I'll say that he's a <laughs> yeah. smiley boy. He's a smiley boy. Um, Bit of a smiling jack. So it almost gives you like a like a native uh, feel. Um, got like a furry like wolf pelt kind of. You can't. I think it's supposed to be a hat, because like the from the original uh, uh, Metal Heroes thing, yeah. Uh, the the woman that like turns into it, she has like a bandana thing, and yeah. it like translates onto the monster. The monster's got like this bandana up top. Um, got like real free um, eyebrows. Uh, just like a real wolfy kind of demon thing going on up top. And then like these monstrous, like the fucking like uh honey badger claws. <laughs> yeah. Gaily, like six inch long claws. Um, and yeah, the clothes, it's just like kind of like normal clothes, uh, you know, wearing like villager, whatever with a little loincloth. Yeah, for uh, the rags. record, that is what the old woman wears in the episode. Mm -hmm. It's like Japanese attire. All that changes is huh. her face. Oh, cool. Okay. She's like, um, like it's been a face while since hands. I've face seen hands it. And feet. Yeah, yeah, I think just her skin changes when she changes into the It has a very form. like like yokai or oni. Mm, yeah, oni, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to think of. Like with the, uh, with the like snaggly teeth coming out and the mm -hmm. horns coming through the fur, like it's very, feels very oni, feels more <laughs> Japanese folklore than any other monster that we've had, which exactly. was still wearing would, would make sense if it's not like somehow. directly tied to the main, if it's like the this old woman had this ability to transform that, I wonder if, it sounds like that's not directly tied to the, uh, the villains of the 
B-Fighter show. I get something. But no, that was a, they come up with something new almost every episode on that show. It's oh, really cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a consistent nice. uh, formulaic thing. It's like a different story every time. Yeah, we we still definitely. I've got a couple episodes, and we'll uh, we'll definitely have to watch it. And then I think the movie is is uh, has been fan subbed now, mm. uh, which I think I think the Blasterborg is in the movie. Oh, really? I think so. I may have read that wrong. I check on the I it... Metal Heroes wiki sometimes to see which ones he was in. I saw five of the the series including b fighter oh, yeah, kabuto one, maybe that's what it was that i saw he's in yeah he's in yeah. one in b fighter kabuto maybe that was the... yeah oh man i'm yeah. actually okay he's in the I'm getting, that's what i'm it getting was. kind of excited to talk about white in the japanese version too yeah so but anyway like the there the fight moves to outside yeah of course it goes to like a sand dune deserty area mm-hmm. and uh josh and uh drew run out and they call their beetle bonders and this is the first like we saw Josh's Beetle Bonder, uh, I think last episode, at, or at, yeah, at the for episode. The first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's the it's basically Drew's Beetle Bonder with the sides of the uh, Beetle Horn cut off or shaved down, and it's just like a straight line, like the rhinoceros Beetle Horn. Mm-hmm. And he calls it, and it's got like white lightning effect, and then they transform. Our song counter goes to thirty three. And this is the first time we get the like a comic panel transformation scene for Josh. Uh, yeah, it, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Like it was really good. It's really cool, and he's probably the only actor who's the same height as the suit actor. Yeah, yeah, because I oh, yeah. I don't know if he's meant to be a little bit older than them or not, but he's I think he's taller than Roland even, and he I actually think like so. fits the height. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when they transform, uh, white's shorter than blue. Yeah, but Drew <laughs> himself is shorter than the actor who plays Josh. So I like that mm-hmm. there's a kind of build physically that's consistent between the forms. Yeah, I wish I don't think White Blasterborg has a trading card. Shadowborg does, but I don't think that's White Blasterborg does. Right, but yeah. I wish he did quite so I, we could compare the height and see if it actually adds up to him being. Because I bet you in the card they would say he was taller. Because I yeah. feel like as a as like a basically the the like not sixth ranger but you know the the added character they'd make him taller like Shadowborg's like fucking six eight or something like that <laughs> something absurd yeah and uh, yeah. yeah they, they actually just got Shaq to be the <laughs> right body. and they run in and they start fighting and while um, Josh runs in to go fight uh, Dist- uh, Detestro. Uh, Drew is like, I got to do it. I got to use the energy axis. And it, I'm trying to get a clear shot of it. It says energy axis on the device. Oh, like mm-hmm. it's like a branded thing. <laughs> <laughs> By Mattel. Dexter's <laughs> like, in case I forget what this is. <laughs> he just wrote it on the side. I think it does. He's oh, maybe actually, it's not actually. Maybe it's just it's like a, gibberish letters on it. It's yeah. a uh, subtle subplot that Vexor actually has Alzheimer's. But uh, yeah. you haven't well, seen that flesh out yet. Maybe it says oh. it, but in whatever <laughs> whatever language Vexors are meant to speak natively. Uh uh oh oh fuck um oh, what, what's the what's the language that uh um is Esperanto Esperanto yes oh yeah <laughs> that's what it is uh they and actually so live in a good reality. Drew's gonna use this 
on himself, and he gets, like, this purple glowy effect all around him. And remember, there's a chance, supposedly there's a chance this will turn him evil. I say remember that because it will not come up for the rest of this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just want everyone to remember the missed opportunity of getting a second evil Beetleborg. Uh, Ooh, Uh, yeah. But we get some really cool uh, B-Fighter footage of him, like, just sitting there and, like, tensing up and steaming. And he's in that, like, black nebulous space with fog we get sometimes in fight scenes. Yeah, (laughs) well, that's a common thing on Beetle... I mean, B-Fighter when there's special effects yeah is that it cuts to like a black void like for lighting purposes mm-hmm. i don't know I, I think it's just to inform the viewer that um oh yeah it, it's a, it's like these, in, uh... these events matter there's no background <laughs> right it's like or maybe it was just easier to film the special effects on like a set rather than out in the open wherever the fight was right. happening i think for that's sure. why oh wait i think i know why it's because so they can use it in different episodes that way yeah. they don't oh. have to change the backdrop they can always yeah. just be black right. it, it, the same thing applies here it's like mm-hmm. it's it's this way they can use the footage in several different episodes because there's no background the background doesn't have to match when drew goes mega because it's um there's no context to where he is yeah yeah so yeah Uh, he uh he like there was there was a line right before uh transforms uh it was (laughs) there's a good line here they were they were getting their ass kicked uh yeah no right before he transforms and they're really quick use it Really quick, before he transforms, the dis- destroyer, I forget what his name was, de- de- haunts Testro. Drew. The Testro is like, use it! Maybe you'll become a magnivore! And um, Drew's like, you're forgetting who's controlling it, Pally. Pally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got him. And he Dude, like, he says, sick burn. Him. Yeah, and he says Killed mega him. blast, which is, yeah, that's an alright power-up Mega call, blast. And, it's so awesome. Man. Yeah, and he calls out the uh, uh, the Thunder Stinger, which is that weapon we saw last time. That, okay, uh, yeah, that he... that weapon <laughs> was given to him by Kabuto. That's the White Blaster Beetleborg okay. in Juko B-Fighter. He's called the Extra Dimensional Supplier because he supplies weapons in the Japanese version. Oh, he's an arms dealer. Yes, yeah, he has the gun. <laughs> yeah, the gun that Drew has, that's the Thunder Stinger, White gives him that gun. In the Japanese version. Okay, okay that makes okay. sense. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Anyway. Yeah. And it's like, so he's got it and it's like folded up and he holds it up and all this like blue lightning goes all around him and he gets like these like jet propulsors on his arms and on his calves and this giant like beetle wing backpack on his back. Yeah. And it's all like adding a bunch of red. Yeah, it's yeah. adding a bunch of red to the blue and it just looks so cool. It looks I mean it looks a lot like that Thunder Stinger weapon like which yeah. it's supposed and to be. And a little has... bit like RoboCop 3 when he has yeah. the flying, flying thing. Yeah, and it, it's like it looks really sick and all of this is American footage. Uh like we talked about a little bit before that the White Blaster Borg only appears in American footage in this because of yeah. the way that they had like they just couldn't use the Japanese footage he's in because mm-hmm. he's, he's not in it as often as we. He see doesn't him in this. fight very much either in the Japanese footage. Yeah, and a lot of the time he's in the same frame as Guru, which is a puppet that they did not have mm-hmm. for Beetleborgs. Yeah, that's it's that really thing, unfortunate. Like, the yeah, sage bug guy. even 
even more so than Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin. There was just there's hardly any footage of this guy and the suit that they could use. But I just yeah. love what they did with this character. They made him a fourth Beetleborg as opposed to just this side character that supplies weapons. Yeah. He's really right. wimpy. He's kind of wimpy and uh he's he doesn't fight very much in the Japanese version. Yeah. This version, like they they did the absolute best they could with the prop. They gave him a fight scene with Black. That never happened in B Fighter. Um so despite fan outcry because a lot of times like i see comments of like why wasn't white on the show for longer why do they, <laughs> it, they did they did something better than b yeah. fighter they yeah. used this suit to the absolute best and they made him fight they made him a fourth beetleborg with a human counterpart that never happened in yeah. the japanese version and it's yeah. like yeah because they did mostly use american footage to show him yeah. They could have tried to keep him in, but then they would have been fighting the same battle they did with, you know, with the Green Ranger when they ran out of that footage or when mm -hmm. the, with the White Ranger being in from a different season of Sentai than Zhu Ranger and having to. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, they, I mean, they did it multiple times in Power Rangers and, and that the whole the whole show of VR Troopers is uh two different sh shows of uh, mm -hmm. just beyond from one and then uh, two others from a different metal hero show splicing it together. And you can almost never see the heroes fight in the same footage mm -hmm. because it doesn't exist. And if they're going to always do American footage fights, they're wasting the whole like budget and that, yeah. they could do it on this because they had the movie and slightly higher budget. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've had a couple, you know, every time we ask for questions, one of the constant ones is why isn't Josh in episodes after Shadowborg? Why doesn't Josh stay? Why isn't he in season two? All that kind of stuff. It's like he, they forgot he could turn invisible or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like they, uh, I think they compare him to Tommy, I think. And I don't, I think he um, was kind of meant to fill that role, but also very much <laughs> meant to be temporary. I think, mm -hmm. I mean, there's two possible reasons. It's just, this was a movie and so it's a standalone thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So unlike yeah. Transformers, the animated movie, where the movie had a huge like changes to the cast and events that carried over into the show, uh, this was, I guess, not that case. It was a, it was its own thing. So yeah. things are kind of you could skip this whole arc and you wouldn't notice. Like nothing really changes. It's a self-contained story. The other reason I feel that's possible is the actor um yeah. didn't want it didn't want to do more acting yeah and you it, can go on his imdb it's warren burko like he didn't do much acting that i can see you know imdb isn't 100 percent confirmation that this actor didn't do other things but yeah maybe maybe he just wanted to be a normal kid yeah yeah and <laughs> i mean that's you know it's not uncommon and and there's i hell i was um Ryan, I don't know if I was talking to, to you about it or, or Nick, um, the guy that played the Red uh, Power Ranger, the Red Ranger in Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. After that, he more or less quit acting, used mm -hmm. his money from Power Rangers to become a lawyer, mm -hmm. and and he's just an attorney now. And he's mm -hmm. he posts pictures in his office all the time, and he's got like his his action figures on his desk and his helmet oh, on cool. his bookshelf, and like, but he's just he's a successful practicing attorney. 
Yeah. And like use the Power Ranger money to go into it. And like (laughs) statistically, there's not out of 25 years of Power Rangers or 26 or however many, there's not a lot that became very successful actors. There's a handful that Mm -hmm. did really well. And there's a handful that have been working actors their whole career. There's not a ton that are like household names outside of being Power Rangers. So Mm -hmm. to skip out, especially of something like Beetleborgs that was big for a while, but maybe I don't, I don't know. Either maybe the actor or his, you know, parents or somebody saw the writing on the wall and was like, I don't know if this is gonna. He has yeah. two credits on IMDb, and they are both Shadowborg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to jet actually. Um, uh, but can we talk about the the end yes. of this so, scene, like so yeah, when he yeah. when he uses the gun? I just want to talk about this really yes. quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, so guys, all right. So all, all, all the Beetleborgs come in. Uh, Joe and uh, Roland like jump oh, down the so hill. So cool. And they all stand side by side and they're facing Detestro. And they don't need to all be there, but it looks really cool. He didn't have to go mega because all four of them could have just killed him anyway. But oh, for sure. Yeah. Just one it's just, it's too cool not to include mm-hmm. all yeah. four of yeah. them. Him in the mega form, like just obliterating this guy yeah. it's just and i it, love it yeah they we get another well, one of probably, those a very ghostbustery effect from the gun yeah. they were probably expecting to fight the shadow borg immediately after yeah or more mm. magnivores or the jets or something right because right, they know where they fucking live now <laughs> yeah it would have been a little yeah. it would have been a little cool if they had uh, like all uh, like you know put their arms on his shoulder or you know something like i'll put their hands on the gun i don't know a little something to be more of a team effort <laughs> yeah uh, to feel like yeah. they're channeling their power through it or something but it was really cool and then we cut back to uh hillhurst and drew i have to go in the- okay you <laughs> take off. work oh i'm you so sorry off. no you're good oh that's all right yeah but when no, when josh podcast when josh <laughs> yeah they blow up the the monster and he says that was awesome drew you did it and drew says no we did it Perfection. that was a lie <laughs> no that, that actually happened <laughs> that's what probably i don't know it's a moment i wanted to acknowledge yeah no, it's that, nice. was a, that was a good one it's a nice little, little thanks, yeah. thanks for hanging out Griffin. thanks for having me dude Glad it was so much you. fun thanks for coming i'm back. probably gonna get a corrective action at work <laughs> oh god oh, no uh, well, hopefully hey, we didn't get you in too much guys. trouble, man. We'll give you a doctor's note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we jump back to uh, Hillhurst. And, uh, right. oh, there was, a, there was a cool effect that I think we've seen for a couple other monsters when they get killed. But Detestro, like, flattens out and then, like, flies away to go back into the comic book. Yeah, I think, and, like I said, uh, whenever it was going, I was like, it looks like he got turned back into a page... And then got like thrown off by the wind back towards the comic. Mm-hmm. I want to say we saw that before with uh, remember the one uh, I forget who the monster was, but at the end it was a construction worker eating a donut, and the monster flew into it as he was reading it, oh, and he yeah. was like, "Oh!" and he threw away the donut. I was like, "No yeah. more sugar for me." Yeah, I do. I don't remember what monster that was <laughs> either, but I I, that, I feel like that was like Sword Warrior or something. Yeah, I think that was. Um, I think was they had that early. same effect in that one. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we'd seen it or okay. not, but I like that effect more than the like. I, I mean, I always like when they just explode, but it's always right. it always it's never as satisfying to see them explode because you know that they're not really blowing up. They're getting we see them always teleport back. Yeah, right. Um, 
But yeah, right after that, we go back to Hillhurst, and Drew's still in his mega form walking around Hillhurst, and it's cool to see that, like, inside, like, in a different lighting, and that, like, yeah, they, it just drives the point home that this is American footage, and they literally, they have this suit with all the upgrades on it, and, uh, I mean, it does not look comfortable to lug around, because it's got, like, a 10-foot wingspan on it, Mm -hmm. and they're, I mean, they're huge, and then he like back blasts and as he does that the wings start flapping like a ton <laughs> and then miniaturize and go back like on his back it was cool it looks like he's but it's really stuck weird. as an animorph yes it yeah does. it was a cool it was gonna be a non-nonolith nonolith or whatever not, not, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah um nil yeah nonolith or something like that Ni- nihilith yeah. Um, a Tobias. Yeah. Yes. A Tobias. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you know, he's like, oh, I couldn't have done it without you. And he shakes Josh's hand and Josh is like, I know he's like you selfish prick. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you couldn't have, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the same kid who earlier in the episode, uh, drew, uh, told him to be careful the villain said that won't help uh, or won't help if you're careful and so he said then i won't be careful like <laughs> <laughs> he just became the biggest badass ever yeah <laughs> uh, i did miss uh when when he goes mega we get the theme song again so i'm gonna i'm counting oh, right. that as a as our 34th yeah, yeah. Uh, song counter so so we end this episode on on 34 um songs total so we're mm-hmm. back to having a now we have a four episode lead, uh, or a four song lead on our episode count. Um, but as it, long as really we stay above a one average for songs I, per episode, I'm happy. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're already below that. I think we're still down by one. Because I guess there have been very few episodes that have had the song counter twice. So I guess that would make up for it. Yeah. Well, and it's just like yeah, we had this one. We had this one had three, and then right before Shadowborg, there were like three or four episodes that all had two songs mm. in them each. So it just like stacked up, and then all of a sudden we had like three episodes <clears throat> with no songs at all. They blew their song budget. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if if we had had an episode every every or a song every episode, we'd be at like probably damn near forty already. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah, very likely. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. 33 for 30 episodes. We still on the positive, baby. Yep. Well, 30, yeah, 34 <laughs> oh, if you count the mega. And uh, so the monsters come in because they're all celebrating. And they're like, we have a reason to celebrate, too. We got rid of the fleas. And oh, like, shit. Oh, no. What did you do? Like, what happened? <laughs> and like, we were all, I think, expecting Wolfgang to be shaved. Hundred percent expecting him to not have hair at all. I really wanted it to see have been what they would do. So fucking funny if they had shaved him <laughs> and he came out and it was just a dude. Well, like, <laughs> it was just a guy, like a pink morph suit and just the just the wolf head like mask. <laughs> Papa Franco. God. <laughs> I don't know. He, he comes out me. and he's in, he's in like this super dapper, uh, like Putting tuxedo. It's yeah, fucking, it's it's young Frankenstein's Absolutely monster. Yes. expected him to come out just hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as he comes in, uh, the door flies open and leaves fly into the 
entryway. I what got is this, confused. Standability? <laughs> I thought it was Josh going invisible and pulling a prank, but he's in right. the room at the same time. It's like, oh, never mind. And they sneak around and they look out the front door, and uh, you get the maniacal Flatters. laughter and the lightning, and it's it's fucking Shadowborn talking Flatters shit again. Says, well, Flabber's like, oh, we got some bad weather coming. <laughs> yeah, and there's thunder and lightning. And, and like, I, Shadowborg's fucking batteries are still, like, 90% dead, right? Like, <laughs> right. He's recharging, man. They've got him on the, they've got him on the dock. But he can't, re- can he recharge or do they have the energy axis still? <sighs> well, they broke we'll it. Figure after, it out next episode. Yeah, didn't they just Same it? as they would. Yeah, they, they broke oh, yeah. it whenever so he shouldn't have been uh, able right to wake up. Drew transformed. Yeah, he needs so, to I, I don't slip know. quietly into that he, good night. <laughs> he's he's got to take the energy directly from uh, Papa Vexor's just yeah. Mommy Vexor. throbbing starfish cock. <laughs> Damn, it's okay. Like he has like eight of them. You you can't really miss. Just start sucking on something. You'll get there. <laughs> hey 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 hey. Hey, we don't kink shame you, hey, or hey. should I say lack of kink shame you? True. <laughs> but it, yeah, we, we get a, a Shadowborg, you know, taunts them and talks some shit and then teleports away. And they're just like, oh no. And we get a new end credit scene again. Uh, and it's Wolfgang uh, dancing around and like slicking his Turn hair back. And, and yeah, checking like, his have out. you guys ever seen Showgirls? It's it's like the chick from Saved by the Bell whenever she did her naked dance in Showgirls. It's literally that, just verbatim. Like, yeah, I mean, towards the end, he does get the monsters strip him down <laughs> oh, and yeah, steal his do. clothes off <laughs> off camera, and then they come back with all his clothes, and he comes back in like a tarp. Yeah, he's got and hops away. rags. <laughs> yeah, and hops away all embarrassed. And was like, that is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> What if they're trying to imply that he actually was shaved, like, but just in the torso? Oh, God. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> New headcanon. Wolfgang's He's, been clipped, uh, been shaved. D- does he yeah. have two human-like nipples, or does he have six dog-like nipples? Or does he have six human-like nipples, or two <laughs> dog-like nipples? Or some what weird if, mix of them? I was about to say, what if he's got half and half? <laughs> no. His left side's just dog nips. His right side's one peck. Like, <laughs> oh god, that's some like island of Doctor Moreau, <laughs> right? Oh god, dude, it's, uh, it's reanimator shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can actually fulfill all of our responsibilities this week. No, and since we don't have, uh, we didn't get any questions, so we've got a monster to rate instead. Now, I've got to dig up my monster rating because it's been like four episodes since we've killed a monster so let me find my list i didn't even know we were gonna get any other than i didn't think we would until they killed shadowborn or until they kill because like they've been killing the duplicate monsters um and then we still haven't seen all of the monsters who got brought back killed i don't know if they're still around but we didn't see amped get killed the second time so if they don't do that next episode i'm gonna be a little disappointed I think the next episode is named like Rumble in Charterville, so I think we're getting ready for like the it's, big fight. Yeah, big Rumble in Little Charterville. Yeah. Because this is a play on Raiders, that's a play on Big Trouble in Little China. Clever. Apparently. 
for some reason, I'm sure that one has about as much to do with that movie as this one had to do with Raiders. Are we right. going to get to see somebody, like, blow their head up into fucking cabbage or whatever the fuck that was from it, <laughs> Big Trouble it, It's just Patrick Swayze driving the van around in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's actually been driving Gar- Gargantus this whole time. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> so, okay. So the monster for this week... Uh, Detestro, cave warrior. Yeah. Detestro. Diphtheria. That's the one. Um, Typhoid Mary, the cave warrior. (laughs) Typhus Mary. Oh my god. uh, I'll show our... So we still have Amphead at the top because Amphead is god. Yes, Uh, praise be unto him. Cyber Serpent is still at the bottom. Do we think... As he should be. Yeah, I don't think he was worse than Cyber Serpent by any means. Oh, definitely not. I it was oh. better than any other monster that has warrior in its name. Okay, so it's okay. So that <laughs> it was a us, decent one. It had a good, uh, good design. Yeah. Actually, had a fucking like name and subtitle mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this one, it now we've used the argument before that the villain didn't actually do anything. And granted, this villain just served as a way to present the blue beat power up. But uh, I think that almost counts as doing something. Yeah, but like it's completely different than any other time they've done it because before it's just been like, uh, the villains have some half-assed plan and this is it for some reason. So this happens and it doesn't make sense. And the villain appears for like two seconds, gets blown up and leaves and like nothing is built from it. Yeah, this actually has like, they're challenging the Shadow Borg. He's defending himself with... uh, what's his nuts because they don't have the uh power axis yeah the uh, so energy like, axis yeah energy axis yeah so it, it actually like makes sense that they'd be like all right let's pull this bitch out um because this is like <laughs> this is the one <laughs> uh you're gonna have yeah. to run that one by me again chief <laughs> <laughs> much better oh, okay i got it that time all right. Better. Okay, so, so right above. Did you get that one? Yes, we got that one. What was right. that? Oh man, actually, I just had one, but like my breath to breath for it pushed it back down. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, right above Mace Warrior is Cataclasmic, uh, which is the one that, that was from. That was the Pokemon. Well, that was right. Cataclasmic is the one from the comic book, the Comic Con episode. Um, um, Firecat. Oh, Firecat is the Pokemon. So, uh, it's Cataclysmic, and then I need Green to rewatch the Comic Con episode. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a that was the one with Karato. Yeah, J- uh, Jan person. <laughs> 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 yeah, there was a lot going on in that one. Uh, so so okay, so Cataclysmic, and then Green Cannon Machine. I think Green Cannon Machine is a good one to compare to. Yeah. To, to Testro. Where do we think what do we, sure. above what's or below? The rating? What's the rating on Green Cannon Machine? Uh, so Green Cannon Machine is uh let's see, one two, oh, like three, a three, four, five, three point five. I don't know what the rating was for the episode, but he is one, two, three, four, five, six. He's like eleventh out of sixteen monsters, soon to be seventeen. Oh, okay. So he's He's lower little, percentile. Yeah, he's lower. So Firecat is like dead middle. Oh, Firecat okay. and Dicehead are like I dead would middle. Say this is more 
close to that than the lower yeah. percentile. What about like Porcosaurus? Porcosaurus had about the same amount of screen time, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. That was the guy from a few episodes ago. Yeah, the creepy pork elephant thing that uh, yeah. stole the yeah. from the cops or was there when the cops were there. Right. Mm. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you the, made the, the brilliant monster. joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I'd say maybe. Okay. So I, what, I don't feel comfortable about, putting it at like this or putting it above Firecat. How about how just because Firecat had so much to it? So it's it's here's the I'm gonna go from bottom to top. Okay. Okay. Green cannon machine, grenade guy, Porcosaurus, dice head, Firecat. Now that's that's five monsters that are pretty much smack dab in the middle. That we've we've not. Like under fire cat, under fire yeah. cat, but above dice. One under fire cat for me. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay, I agree with that. I think even for for not having as much screen time as most of those other guys, I think he has more screen time than grenade guy. Um, and he's everyone's better than green cannon machine for the most part. It's not hard to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think just the the use of detestro in the episode and like it, it's a pretty it's a unique design if nothing else it may not be like that cool but it is it feels similar to mace and sword warrior yeah but better way better <laughs> and not it's just, not just a called, person yeah not just a dude in samurai armor right okay so then we've got to uh we got to rate this episode on one to five flabbers mm. Are we thinking another five? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the one that really ups the ante for my for me, in my opinion. Yeah. This is the one that sets the bar. This is like one of the reasons why the bar is needing to be pushed higher. Right. Because like this yeah. to me was like one of the best episodes. Yeah, I I agree completely. It, I think it did this so had... many things they hadn't done before that was just spot on. Like Joe just going full on vigilante justice <laughs> by herself. Yeah, uh, having like so many things happen and concisely mm-hmm. and with a plan, multiple plans. It was one of the few episodes that I felt ended too early. I was like, wait, it's over already? And not because it just got left on a solid cliffhanger like they've been doing with this. Right. Like the first and you couple were, like getting distracted and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really like it's giving you that payoff for the past few episodes of that slow burn build. Right. Like it's all leading up to getting to see white white blaster borg and shadow borg go at it and, mm-hmm. and like everyone go against shadow borg and have a fighting chance yeah and like this showing how easily they dispatch detestro showing the power <laughs> up showing everybody working together like that's a good spot to end an episode on versus all the other ones where it was just like you know what's gonna happen next week like you know who are we gonna get to be the new Beetleborg? all that kind of stuff right Right. Yeah. Nick, you agree with a five? I do, in fact, agree with a five. Awesome. You would. You know what? What? Chicken butt. You know why? Why? Because I was made with a cream pie, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Answered Pornhub intro here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was... 
Uh, I was about to like try to make a sound, but I I don't I can't make that I I can't do that sound effect. <laughs> yeah, no. right. Nope. It just comes out. As... <laughs> yep. Oh God Jesus! Damn. Oh, I have uh some. So it's not questions. I I had a little. I learned something about the whole toku genre, specifically dealing with common writer. Oh, cool. Um. I, I kind of shared it in the group chat, but I don't know if anybody, I don't remember if I said anything or how many people paid attention to it, but I, so story time, children. All right. Gather round. Mother Mary's come to tell us another story from Mother Goose's storybook of go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, so I was reading Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, right? As one is want to do. And, uh, it, they were talking about, oh, this is the tree that this mangaka, uh, this manga creator um, sat under to meditate whenever I was like, oh, you know, it, usually whenever somebody like in a manga puts in another uh, person's name like that, like it's usually a good sign that you should probably go check them out because they're at, like this person is a fan of theirs right. or like for good friends with them or something. Um, but so I decided to check him out, and turns out he was a lot older than I thought. Uh, it's Shororo Ishimonoro Ish Ishinomori. Ishinomori. Yes. yes. He, um, <laughs> uh, uh, they wrote. Um, did he? He did Skull uh, uh, Skullman, right? I don't know. Okay, I think he did Skullman, <laughs> which was like a proto common writer manga. Well, I was what. Uh, uh cyborg 009 oh yeah that from uh 1964 so predating like most of that shit mm -hmm. i think all that shit um so yeah it, it's a story about nine cybernetically enhanced individuals from different cultures and shit coming together to stop a terrorist organization called black ghost um now it inspired common writer apparently that's what was really interesting to me as i looked it up and i was like oh cool all right whatever and i looked into it and like it, it says uh um it it's considered to be the first superhero team manga and set up some of the basic elements for a common writer is today so i thought oh hell yeah so i guess they got the cyborg concept was commonly used in common writer uh obviously like the mm -hmm. first common writer that's a heavy part yeah, of it the actually the first all... like three seasons yeah like or... I, up to v3 and then i think I even past that in, into like common writer x i think yeah uh the original the battle of the gods arc not to be confused with the dragon ball battle of gods not battle of gods not battle of the gods see there's the difference uh it's considered the base concept of common writer agito apparently agito okay yeah that makes sense i'm fucking up every pronunciation right now it's okay <laughs> i'm a little drunk <laughs> I'm I could take you though. What uh, do you like to play? <laughs> Pokemon! Pokemon! <laughs> Pokemon! <laughs> uh, High-speed common riders, such as common rider Fi's Axel Form and Kabuto riders, apparently are inspired by this. And the nine Roid Mudes. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, zero, zero, in one to zero, the Do what? Those are from common rider Fi's. Oh no, those are from Drive. Roy Drive, yeah, Roid Mutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initiate the global freeze and yeah. Common Rider Drive. Um, 
And I, I read through, I, I, that's just the specific things the wiki laid out. I, I read through some of the characters and they had some like overarching similarities, but like, I don't, I'm not going to pour through that again. I just thought that was really interesting and surprising that I've gone this long without really knowing yeah. that Common Rider was inspired. I mean, I, I knew it was inspired by all sorts of stuff, you know, culturally, but I that specifically, I didn't realize there was like one manga somebody could point at and be like, hey, look, this is like a lot of the same shit. Yeah. Um, oh, and actually I read the whole reason it's about cyborgs is because the creator, at, there was a Life magazine that came out at the time that was talking about, it was, it introduced the concept of cyborgs to a lot of people, including him. And he was like, oh, that's really interesting. And he just kind of ran with it. And uh, he yeah. died before he could finish his manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just I had to pull it up because I couldn't remember. But uh, when when Katie and I went to um, Hawaii last year, I love it in. Uh, yeah. Um, well, they have a lot of Japanese shops over there. Um, so like I kept yeah. going through like manga shops to try and find something for for Brian or like something you know Toku themed or something, and, and couldn't really find anything. Um, but they had some like older manga and they had skull man, uh, like the first couple volumes. I haven't been able to find any more, uh, but it's an Ishinomori book from, mm-hmm. uh, from the seventy or well, the, I had a one shot in the seventies. I don't remember when, Oh, okay. It, but it came out in the sixties, I think. And, uh, it was like the proto common writer when he, like he had done uh, cyborg 009. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think devil man was an Ishinomori oh. too. Um, fuck yeah i think that's one of his or he collaborated on it um mm-hmm. and yeah and he did skull man and then he got basically like picked to do another like to carry on skull man but to like tone it down because skull man's very like adult um uh, like compared to common rider it's a little bit yeah. more violent it's got a little bit more adult themes so uh his son decided his son told him to instead of the skull theme the the uh, grasshopper theme so that's where okay. the the grasshopper design came in from common writer uh i would suggest um uh, maybe change your twitter password right now because <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i go back to bed now uh, deal <laughs> well with that i've been cam I have been Nick. And I've been nothing but a leaf in the water flowing down the storm drain of life. And we've That's been. Right, I said dream. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it, damn it. We've been the big bad See you guys.